0: Welcome to the Kinja's podcast. Here we will discuss dance, life, and whatever the we want.
1: Folks, today we have Daniel Cloud Campos in the pod today. I was super stoked for this one. Um I think all of us here are big fans of his work. The thing that kind of stuck out to me in this one was just the human side of him. I think it's easy when you get caught up in someone's work and you just think that they're kind of like invincible, but he kind of taps into a little bit of uh the low moments that he's currently experiencing and I thought that was kind of uh really cool to kind of just see him go there.
0: Yeah, it was it was it was a dope thing to relate to as just like fellow creatives. I mean, I've just been a constant fan, just to be able to sit down for an extended period of time and just dive into those deep kind of questions. Such an enlightening and inspirational conversation to myself personally, and I know will resonate with a lot of people out there. So let's get into it.
1: Folks, welcome back or welcome to Kinja's movement in the shadows. We are your host, Ben, and I'm Anthony. And as always, we have incredible people in the pod. Today, we are stoked to have dancer, choreographer, writer, director, actor, creative visionary, B-boy, reppin' yeah. Skill Methods crew. Ooh. We Who's got Daniel Cloud Campos
0: <laughs> in <laughs> the pod. Thanks, guys. Thanks What's for up having Cloud? me.
2: Thanks for the intro.
0: Dude, thanks for coming on, bro. <laughs> so, so let's get into it. It's your first time here. So we, obviously, uh, we're going to get into a, a little bit of the origin stories of like what makes how you fucking came up with the name Cloud, all of that, Uh where you're from, what you do and all that good stuff. I
2: grew up in in San Diego. I moved around so much that I wouldn't say where I grew up at. I just grew up in San Diego from like one until 11. I moved to Virginia for a year until I was 12 and then 12 to 21, I was in Florida. And then I've been here ever since in LA.
0: Why were you moving so frequently at like those ages?
2: We moved around a lot because my dad was in the military. We were in military housing. Um, in a lot of places and then um when that kind of ended we moved to Virginia. to just as just, like find a place to start over then but my grandma lived in Florida so that's where we ended up at
1: oh huh. yeah got it, got it and when when did dance enter your life
2: it was in san diego i was a uh, i think i was 11 if i remember the, so enough. the last
0: year before you left yeah oh dang
2: so yeah i started like i found it like at, at a military base my dad like because my dad loved Bowling. So, like, we'd go to military base every Mondays and, like, go to the bowling alley, and I would just go outside and play and play it around or go to the arcade. And um, I was outside, and like, I don't know how these kids got there, but there was like this circle happening outside uh, of the bowling alley, and they were like all dancing. And I was like, and I was asking my brother, I was like, what is that? And he was like, let's go break dancing. And I was like, oh, how do you know? And he's like, because I don't know how to do it. Oh, sad. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't tell you guys the story. Really no, bad. no.
0: Okay, well, that's exactly what this is for. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I
2: thought you guys knew about the story, but yeah. So my brother was like, "Yeah, it's called breakdancing." And I didn't know that he knew how to do it. You know, he kind of like, you know, he learned it down for some kids down the street, and I thought he was lying. And he was like, "When I get home, I'll show you, like, that I know how to do it." And I was okay. like, "Okay." He didn't want to do it in front of the guys because he's, I guess, he wasn't at that level. But he was like, "When I get home, I'll show you." And then he get, we got home, and then he showed me windmills, and they were like the most beautiful windmills. Or just just the most beautiful sight I've ever seen. Like, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah, it totally. was one of those eye opening moments where you're like, That's magic. That's cause I was like eleven, like so like my brother was like my like a superhero to me. How old is your brother? He was, he was he's nine age years ages. older okay. than me. And before that he had got me into drawing he like kinda he was like kinda like my hero when I was little. Dope. And he was kinda like my father figure and like and, oh, that, dang. and yeah. That. yeah, he was he was like he did Dungeons and Dragons, like that's yeah. I think that's how I you know Dungeons and Dragons bro like that's how I got into like storytelling because his imagination of my mind and like how to like how he told the stories through Dungeons and Dragons and like so he just he's just like the person who got me started into like mostly everything creative It was my Thank brother you. Kevin and my other brother Aaron too like all the three of us like started a whole bright dancing crew after all that and like
0: so yeah total of uh, three boys
2: yes three of us and I have a sister
0: you have a sister as well yeah are you youngest
2: I'm the youngest. Okay. Yeah.
0: Oh dang! And you dope. just you, and you started a beat with crew with your brothers.
2: Yeah. That's freaking dope. Yeah, it was, was cool. Three brothers, grim oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was sweet. it was cool, man. It was like, That's good. I was the youngest, and like we, it's like when you get introduced to a word, you like see it everywhere. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like so, like I didn't know what breakdancing was, but then all of a sudden I was just like introduced to Beach Street and like. Uh, we had like no furniture in our house because you know like because of money and stuff so like we turned our whole back room into like a cardboard floor and like Dope. we had a tv with a vcr with, i love like, the nonchalance that you said that
0: yeah we had no furniture you know money and stuff
2: yeah actually <laughs> yeah. like it was cool though like we had yeah. like we preferred it so we had like the space to dance like mm-hmm. that's so amazing. it was kind of cool yeah so like we just did that for a while and then like we started hearing about house parties. Like, cause back then they just did house parties in garages. Mm-hmm. You know, so like we were hear about but through word of mouth and we'll just show up. And like when you're new at something, and like there was something about it that I, I feel like I was just natural at. Like it was something that I felt confident, like, and I was small. So you kinda have that like that reputation of like I'm little and I could do it and I could do this, so like <laughs> yeah. I can get away with a lot. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So it was like a certain confidence when I was little. And then, uh, so i like enter competitions at these house parties and like, and I always get like, you know, great reactions from like different crews and they would always want to put me in their crew. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah. And my brothers, you know, and they're like, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And they're, like, yeah they could come too. And I was like, uh-huh. yeah, Kevin, yeah, let's get in the crew. Like, you know, so like, and that's kind of like, it just like snowballed from there.
0: But by, by this time, were you already in like Virginia or Florida? No, no. still so,
2: like- that all happened so fast, like um it it was only within a year like i was in like a crew
0: within a year you're in a crew you started a crew you're getting invited to cruise yeah within a yeah, year man. like some,
2: that last year <laughs> and that's kind of how i felt at that age you know i felt like kind of invincible and i could just play and do anything and like everything was so brand new and fresh and it was like just for the love of like i miss those days yeah, yeah. you know those days yeah. where you like it just feels like magic everything like Learning how to do continuous flares was just like a mind blowing. Like it was just like, I couldn't wait to get it. And it worked. I only had one flare for a whole month. And then when I, woke up one day and i did like 12 in a row on my first go it was just like woke up one day i was the first
0: time doing continuous footage you went to 12 i
2: did 12 in a row i was like all right i'm gonna try it again i just went boom and i just it just clicked and i just kept going i was like oh my god and i was even talking to my brother (laughs) when i was doing it i was like yo kevin and i was like travel like travel "travel to the camera and somebody somebody has it on video because i
0: that's Somebody filmed it. Like I, I remember I was, because um, I first started with, uh, with breaking as well. And I remember the first time I ever You got, did? Yeah, I did. I know. That's really weird. But I <laughs> no, loved it. No, that's amazing. I loved it. I, I started in college. I had like Victor Kim. I was training with him all, all the time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I remember it took me like maybe like four and a half, five months to get continuous windmills for the first time. And the very first time I did, I was like just running around at a recreation center at UCI. And nobody was around me. I was just like, I'm going to go into this like little room. It's not a dance room, but it's got pads and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to go and just try it. And I hit like two and a half windmills. And I screamed by myself. I had nobody to share with. So I, <laughs> so I called my sister. And she didn't even like, you know what I mean? She so was like, she's not yeah. in, in the vicinity, you know? And I'm yeah, i like, yeah. I
1: just got continuous windmills. Dude. She's
0: like, wow. <laughs> Congratulations. But Is I remember older, that Euphoria. Yeah, it's just two years older. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just that feeling. It's, it's it's so beautiful. I think that's why I love breaking so much more than like a lot of other things because you get those moments, mm-hmm. you know, the payoff. On any given day, you could stick the shit out of a freeze and be like, oh, oh my god,
2: yeah. yeah. Especially like even hitting the the pencils, like uh, the the drills. Like yeah, one I never time, got I hit good. <laughs> five. I think I hit like five of those, and I felt like I hit a hundred. It felt like that heightened, you know. But I imagine that's how like athletes feel when they when they reach a certain thing, like just that drive to get it. And like, um, it really is magic. Like, like you mentioned something
1: about kind of having a natural inclination to be able to pick stuff up. Like, Mm. was that something that you've always kind of, you've always kind of had that ability once you kind of see something and you, you kind of understand the mechanics of it naturally. Like, like how do you just like all of a sudden go from like one flare to like 12, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you must (laughs) understand I mean, that was like
2: repetition for sure. Mm -hmm. But, Getting into it for sure, like uh, it was just a natural draw to me. Because I growing up, I didn't really, I was shy. I didn't really like want to talk much and stuff like that. But I always expressed myself through physical things, like mm-hmm. like uh, whether it be like physical comedy. Like when I was younger, I'd making my brothers and sisters laugh and like watching Jackie Chan films, Bruce Lee films, and like manipulating me. And my brothers make up our own like fight scenes and mm-hmm. like you know we would like have imaginary fights where we'll have tournaments. And it was like me, my friend, my brothers, and my friends, and we were like, and we would pick who will win the yeah, round. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna win yeah. this one, but like, don't go that, uh, don't let me win that easy, you know? And like, we like, we just do some stuff, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna win now, and he goes, and he falls to the floor, and I'll break his neck. It was like pretty violent. <laughs> <laughs> I would go, you know, like, so I was always gravitated towards like martial arts too. Mm-hmm. I never took anything, but like the movement of martial arts was so fascinating to me. So I think dance kind of related in that way and yeah, i was looking for something i was always curious so when i found that it was just like it was just one of those things i just like yeah.
1: i feel like when i first saw you like in the scene there was definitely like yeah i just knew you as b-boy cloud but i'm like there's something like there's a different element to like your quality of movement and even in like the choices that you make in like just your character mm. and and n- nothing against like other b-boys, but I was like, there's there's just another performance quality that you have. Mm. And I, I I and now that you're talking about it, I can see the influences from uh physical comedy to martial arts to just kind of incorporating more of just everything that you're inspired by into your performance and and like just your I remember just your BC one rounds. I was just like this guy is something else dude. All right. Like um, can you talk a little bit about, yeah, like the inspirations? I mean, yeah, you, you said Jackie Chan, Bruce Lee, but like, I feel like there's like Charlie Chaplin, you know, like, right. Gene Kelly, like that whole thing there too. Can you like talk about like, where you kind of like gravitated towards those things?
2: I mean, yeah, obviously, you named a lot of the ones that I'm inspired by like Gene Kelly and Fred Astaire and Donald O'Connor, and definitely Charlie Chaplin and Buster Keaton, all those guys, like, Jackie Chan even like I think he was another one that kind of like was influenced by the same people it, therefore related into his mm-hmm. his mm-hmm. art form within martial arts and I think kind of like you it you kind of say that about me and dance like which is cool I mean it's funny how that stuff how it happens where like it starts to just relate into 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 your art form but it's not it was never like I'm going to make a choice to be um, to put their work into my mm-hmm. art form, like I want to, I want to channel those things. It was just like a, I think, a, an unconscious thing. It just happened, just being influenced. Like as I was younger, I didn't actually find out about Gene Kelly and Fred Astaire until I was like twenty-one, mm-hmm. and then, but the moment I saw them is is kind of the moment I was just like, that's where I want to take dance. It's like how they took it to a place where it was storytelling. Mm-hmm. It was combined with music. And it made me feel good. Mm. It made me feel like inspired and like and I felt a lot just by watching just by watching them. So I think uh it always came to story and like when I was younger I, I would always like to tell stories like mm-hmm. like with anything like you know, like doing a little little scenes with the camera, like, pushing record and, like, playing, like, characters. Like, hey, what are you doing? And it's like, hey, what are you doing? You know, and, like, kind yeah, yeah. of put them together. But, like, you know, when you push the record button, you stop and you edit. Yeah. Play that. Like, <laughs> yeah, that yeah, kind yeah, of type like, yeah. filmmaking when I was uh-huh. little. Just, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I was just, like, playing like a kid, you know. And mm. um, so I always gravitated towards story. And then when I saw Fred Astaire and Gene Kelly, it was like, they're doing dance and story. And I think when that happened, it changed my whole mentality of how I want to present myself as a performer as a and like the stage my stage at the time was the circle you know Mm -hmm. especially doing bc1 is such like it's not a b-boy circle where you're going out and just trying to impress and like you know fight for the you know for the moment it's like you're on stage right so it's like a performance Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so it was Mm kind of like i just wanted to inspire people i think like that was my goal like when i did red bull and to also like inspire myself and like um because I hate competitions. Like I, mm. I've always
1: hated them. Hmm. Yeah. What made you go for BC One then?
2: Because I hated them.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, because I okay. I, I just feel wanted free a, to explain. More. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I
2: just don't. I just don't like competition. I I don't. Uh, I never. I think what it. Uh, does Oh, uh, so me, you
0: saw BC One as more of a performance than competition. That's what allowed you to kind of like tap into that. Is that what you're saying?
2: Well, I like performing more than I like competing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Obviously, because it's sharing it's mm-hmm. more like a sharing rather than trying to like um, to win a title over somebody because I don't think there is like a best of like anybody everybody has their moment and mm-hmm. somebody could be shining in one moment and like just be the worst at their you know at their time and one and I think I just like always had uh, maybe insecurities about battling and like I love battling with my crew because like it's my crew and like there's a bunch of us and we're a team and like we, if one of us loses, we all lose, and it's kind of like a brotherhood yeah. thing. Like mm-hmm. it's, it takes off the stress of like a one-on-one and like beating yourself up afterwards if you didn't do yeah, good. Yeah, the yeah, perfectionism, yeah. I hated all that. Like it took away the, the the magic for me of what why I do it. But the reason why I did it is because when they asked me to do it, I I thought to myself, no way. And I thought, why? And I was like, oh, cause I'm scared of losing. So that's why I got to do it. So that's why mm. I, I decided to do it. Otherwise, I just I probably wouldn't have done it.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, speaking of that, I mean, I think you're talking into like sort of like conquering your fears, right? Like doing the thing that scares you. And that's kind of what motivates you to do it. Because, like, yeah, this thing scares me. So I'm going to figure out a way for me to overcome that. And uh, you did a TED
0: talk where you were talking about that. Exactly. Yeah, can you talk about like how that whole thing came about? And, yes. And, and I would add too, though, like um, that's crazy to, to sit here as also just a fan of you, and, mm. and a fan in dance too, and sit here and hear you say that, because it was when I had seen you before in like different clips on B-Boy World and all that stuff too. Yeah. Um, but seeing you at Rebel BC1 was when I truly became a fan of yeah. you. Oh,
2: yeah. okay, And I didn't cool. know
0: anything about you, I never met you yet, but I was like, this full style is just so dope and all that stuff. But to hear you say it like that in this seat, and talk about how like you know the why you did it, I'm like holy crap that's yeah. that's I mean. oh, Cause right. from my seat from 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 youtube and shit yeah yeah yeah, you know yeah, what yeah I mean? for it's sure like, if you're going to make it to bc1 you're about that life yeah. Yeah, that's what yeah, it feels yeah, and yeah, looks yeah. like you yeah. know but to hear you say that is actually really powerful and, and, and inspiring in a different way
2: oh thanks yeah. thanks man yeah. yeah it was it was one of those things that uh uh and that's it's similar to the ted talk as you brought that up mm-hmm. it's the same thing of like it, it wasn't I didn't fight to get there. I didn't... I wasn't... It wasn't a goal to, like... I'm going to go to every competition and try to get there and stuff like that. And, like... And mad respect for the people who do that. Like, who, like... Like, I'm sure... Um, you know, someone like Leeloo, like, who won that year, you know, like, that guy is, like, dedicated to that craft. And, like... Mm-hmm. And he loves the, the competition and, like... um, He, he, he thrives mm-hmm. off of yeah. it. You know? <laughs> like, know. and you can see yeah, it. Like, yeah. he shines in that. That's where he belongs. Like, he, he has this thing about him. And, like, so... I do feel like when 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 he won that year, you know, a lot of people were like, "Yo, you deserve to win that battle." And I was like, you know, that wasn't that wasn't what I was after. That's not what I came there to, to do. Like, just to win that. I feel like Lelo came there and he trained hard and he worked hard to win that. And I felt it was it was deserved that he won mm-hmm. it. You know, and um, for me, um, and I kind of regret some. I regret this like a little bit to this day. Like I kind of threw it at the end, kind of threw the battle because like. Um, I looked around and like, I heard people chanting my name and like, and when I first got there and I walked on stage, like, you know, I wasn't really in the scene that much. The crowd didn't really know who I was and like, but by the end, like people were chanting my name and I just felt like I came there to do what I did. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I already won, you know? So yeah. I kind of like gave up on the last round and I just needed to do one more thing. And I just kind of stood up and I just walked off and I was like, because I was content. And then afterwards I was like, ah, I could've just, did one more thing <laughs> yeah And I would, it would, maybe would have been a different outcome in the end and um so i have like a little regret because i feel like if i would have pushed hard and lost then i would have been i would have been on that side of the mm-hmm. coin you know yeah. of like um instead of being like everybody won i came here to do what i wanted to do but anyways that's okay. a, you're, you're not alone in this room on that, that that's, feeling that's, yeah that's really yeah you guys had that too well, it's plain. Uh, well at least i mean <laughs> it's not about us you know about
0: i i felt similar things with things like abdc or nbc you know what i mean being having oh, kids yeah, on those tv yeah. shows and like just being at the the finals for both of those categories or whatever you know and doing our thing i mean really content you know we, we were there and we, every single time we did what we did I, I think us coming to uh that camaraderie and being like this is what we want to do as uh, as one of the last things we do but then there is also that competitive element it's like if we would we would have just played the game yeah. instead of just trying to rep ourselves mm. like to some pure form of hoo-ha right, you know what i'm right, saying right, we right. could have just came out there and tried to smoke somebody of course and then maybe we would have done better but um it's a different but that's mentality also part of it, right
2: yeah totally yeah. and it's a different energy mm-hmm. you could feel it too like some people are just like they're they're hungry and they, you can feel it like energetically. And I mean, that's why dance is amazing. You can just feel the person's energy Mm -hmm. and the room just like lights up like from that one person going out in a circle, like it's really pretty powerful. But and there is also a a different energy when somebody is projecting out and they're just wanting to entertain,
1: right? You know, right. I want to dig a little bit deeper into that thing where you said you you entered because you're afraid of it. And then I mean, you obviously unpacked what that meant in that TED Talk. But like, you know, normally when people are afraid of something, you can sense their fear. You can kind of see Mm. their nerves and things like that. But like, you had us all fooled. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you (laughs) look like you were like, yo, this is what I do. And then even watching the TED Talk, like, I mean, I'm I'm like, yeah, this is the way that Cloud would do a TED Talk. You know, it's a full on performance. But then you were talking about how you were afraid and you were like almost not gonna do it Mm -hmm. and then you stepped into it in such a way where you would not be able to tell like that this was not something that you just do regularly you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying so how do you how do you do the things that you're afraid of but in such a way where it's like i'm just gonna own it and then you would have no idea that i was afraid but i really am you know what i'm saying like how do you do that
2: um everything leading up to it i'm like shit in my pants like everything (laughs) you know it's like it's the same thing like if you guys saw, saw the tyson uh documentary uh, it was a while seen, ago like you know. well, yeah. he, what he talks about on his way to the to the ring and i'm just like paraphrasing because you know you guys should watch it but he talks about how how many fears and doubts he has as with every step he walks to the ring and the moment he steps into the ring he says i'm god like he just kind of becomes <laughs> yeah, like this yeah. person but the lead up into that moment and that's how it really feels like and, and every time I've, I've done anything like a performance or a tech talk or like battle like I'm like before then I have so many doubts and so many like I have this high anxiety but then once I go out it feels like I'm at home mm-hmm. in a way it feels like very comforting and like and I remember that I do have the ability to share and to project energy that that uh inspires people you know, and I think that's what kind of keeps me still while I'm performing. And you know, also the TED Talk, I, I rehearsed the hell out of that thing mm-hmm. to the point where like I didn't have to think about the words anymore. I just had to be present and like try to engage with what I was doing. You know, and I think a lot of beating the hell out of something so much to the point where is you could do it in your sleep. Mm-hmm. You know, that that gets rid of a lot. Mm. Of, the, of the fear yeah. or just like having to worry about that. Practice right.
0: makes perfect.
2: Yeah. yeah, it really does.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Speaking of that kind of uh, practice and, uh, you know, what does is, what is training look like for you? I mean, you know, you're. I feel like you're versed in so many styles outside of even just, you know, breaking, you know what I mean? Mm. I feel like you're just a mover in general. Like, do you, do you train in all different styles? Have you trained? Like, what was that whole, you know, you getting your repertoire movement like?
2: No, no, I never, uh, no, I never trained, never took classes. Like I feel training for me and taking a
0: throw up. right now. <laughs> 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 the more we do this pod, the more I'm like, no. God dang, you freaking, no, I'm just a natural I'm just 11. I'll just be an. Athlete. No, I,
2: I think I, my brain works different that way. If I train, if I learn from somebody, I, I get limited, I get stuck right? in, in how mm. they do it. You know, like I, I've done, I've done a couple of things before and like, i couldn't like i had to do exactly how i was shown otherwise i feel like i, I was understand. doing it wrong yeah. you know mm-hmm. so by not looking at anything i didn't watch many people dancing i didn't watch many films and like to just free myself of how i would interpret doing it and everything just felt you know it evolved as i got older like in my movement and dance and a couple of people I've been influenced by and I watched a lot of was probably, you know, the people we mentioned in the beginning was Fred Astaire and, like, Donald Connor, mm-hmm. uh, Michael Jackson, obviously, and he was inspired by the same people, so it's pretty much the same thing. But mm-hmm. just finding that thing that feels good and it was the moment it starts to feel stuck, you, you just start to move around and you find something, that, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you guys, I'm sure you understand that type of feeling mm-hmm. when it comes to movement. And, like, it freed me from being stuck when um, I didn't have any not any information coming in. Mm-hmm.
0: What would you say was maybe, I don't wanna say like maybe like a, a peak of your dance career and then you wanted to transition into other art forms? Mm-hmm. And like, cause obviously I remember when you, you know, you did like a Kickstarter for today's the day. Oh yeah. And you started really, you know, showing the world um, a whole different realm of uh, possibilities and directorships. I remember, um, you didn't even know me at the time, I don't think we met yet. I was on that Western set for LXD. You were. I was. I was doing the. Um. I was with what? the Mad Chads group. And we're, me and Mike song, and, and we were doing all the waving oh, and yeah. shit like that. But I, and, frantic. and then, Yeah, with Francis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It. And then a bunch of other uh, dancers, uh, obviously led by you, were just taking a camera, going around shooting this other thing. Oh, oh yeah. so you, remember, yeah, you guys I'm like, what is we this? We didn't know and each then later, other That's yeah, right. And then later this video <laughs> comes out and just with sound effects of yeah. nobody's holding <laughs> real weapons, yes. yeah. but you sound designed the whole thing. You slowed moan moments. You made yeah, yeah, it. yeah. And I remember being like, the B-Boy Cloud knows that he, this is just like a hobby. Next yeah, thing you yeah, know, yeah. I start seeing more things. The zombie uh, walking oh, right. dead yeah, or the yeah, dancing yeah, yeah. dead. And that dead shit goes dead. viral. It's crazy. Then you do a Kickstarter for today's day. And, and suddenly my entire perception of who you were as an artist, mm. well, that's what it became. It became more of an artist. Not just a b-boy, not just a dancer. You really turned into an artist, again, to, to somebody who like, you know, was a fan from afar. Right. What, what was that moment for you? How did you know, I'm going to transition and do this as like, for real a profession? Mm. Well,
2: it was, it was actually always there before anybody even knew where I was. Like it started back in Florida. Like uh, with my crew, we had a a show that we did at Universal Studios. I was like seventeen. It, or it was something Skill like Methods. That. Yeah, it was Skill Methods. Mm-hmm. It was a, um, a company called uh, G-Force. Uh-huh. and we did like a street show at Universal. And um, I guess my curiosity for like getting into like making um, like videos and films and stuff like that came when I was like walked past this back lot that looked like a, a New York City alley. And I was like, "Yeah, hey, that's so cool. I want to like go in there and like film myself dancing and like on my 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 breaks." So I would go in there, get a camera, like got a camera for Christmas, and um, I would just film myself. And I just looked at myself in the camera. I'm like, "That don't look right. It don't match the vibe, you know." I'm like, "Let me dress up like maybe like a paper boy, you know, mm-hmm. and like dress up like a '30s mm-hmm. paper boy." And I was like, still doesn't look right. Maybe get black and white and like just started to like find this thing in there and i I was like waking up thinking about it every day and i just started And i made my first short film in this thing and that was before i even like it's called paperboy and i even made the music for it and everything like that because i was like i was in this boy band
0: (laughs) (laughs) nobody knows this no one knows this thing i was in a boy band bro i love I the like, eyebrows he's looking yeah. at us like for a
2: quick like I'm in this boy band. i was in this boy band okay yeah <laughs> no yeah. but yeah i was uh because yeah i was just curious you know when i was like younger and i i had a, i had like a love for music and like and especially like when in sync and everything came out like yeah. i was just drawn to that i was like wow that's so cool they're just like singing and dancing and like so i love this thing about singing and dancing that's why i gravitate towards you know and Gene Kelly, mm-hmm. but and uh it just looked so fun their life and then like i was like maybe i'd try that out you know and like i didn't know how to sing at all um i started playing this piano that that i came across and i, moved, I when i was moving to Florida, orlando um i heard about auditions for this boy band and i was like let me try that out and like i went and like i auditioned and like i didn't need to say i didn't make it for my voice i made it for my dancing so yeah, they, like, yeah. they like they like mm-hmm. they took me in because I was a good dancer and like you know I never had any parts. Like I was just in the back just chilling <laughs> in and like yeah. I was How spiked my you? hair, bro. I was like What is this boy called It was like 17, 18. It's called Exact.
1: Exact. Yeah.
2: I mean I don't regret it at all. Like I met some awesome people in that band, like we were it was cool phase, but like we were young like we were just trying to figure it out. You
0: yeah, know what I mean? Like yeah.
2: don't look it up. <laughs> <laughs> Please like promise. to me it's like some of the most like it's buried like deep there's not really there's really no footage I don't just think. you saying
0: uh, that means it's for sure something to find there's really nothing I don't think you're. Gonna no there's it, nothing
2: there's not, if there is like
0: yeah actually, like, I regret saying, saying it now
2: like, <laughs> no but I, I mean me I love the all the guys and it, like, it was cool it no, was no, it no, was a no. I needed that to just be like this is here for a reason and it got me into
0: making music and I started to like write music and like yeah, because that, I feel like, was another phase, which, like, again, being a fan, just being like, wait, he does that, too? Oh, yeah. Right. Because we would see stuff like the, um, I forget what you, the, the sound box one where you're Music box. Music uh, box. Yeah, you're yeah, just, yeah. Like, Taps up, you're making music. I'm like, okay, I get it. You know, he's he's a dancer. He knows music. Yeah, Next yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. you're doing things, like, with a guitar in a parking lot. Yeah, and all yeah, and yeah, yeah. And then you got, like, the musical with Today's Day. I'm like, yeah, this yeah. guy does music. This is not just... This, yeah, you know I'm, what I mean. This is totally different.
2: Yeah, thanks, man. I uh, yeah, I loved I loved uh, music since, and that was like kind of where it all started when I was seventeen. But all that took a back seat when I decided to come out to LA to pursue dance. You know, I got the Madonna tour, and like after that, like it brought me out to LA, and I was like, all right, I'm just gonna like see where this goes with dance, and uh, I'll come back to this. I have plenty of time to come back to filmmaking and making music. But mm-hmm. like, right now, I'm in my prime for like physical. And like, just approaching the commercial world. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. so yeah. like, and then like later in life, after I experienced, that, I just went back to it. So it was kind of always there.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, it seems pretty clear that you you love to explore your curiosities, right? I think there's something like a, a childlike wonderment that you just continue to tap into. But um, what is what is the creative process for you? Like, is it like, are you somebody who writes things down? Is it all in your head? Like, how do you? Yeah, what is? What does that process look like?
2: Man, there's so it's it's a long list of a process like to get something done, especially in my and like I said, like you like you mentioned, like I'm really curious about a lot of stuff. So I have like a lot of different forms of art, and that's always been the struggle of me growing up. It was like, what, what do I do? You know, I love drawing, I love animating, I love all these things. I love dance and. Music and and film is really the only place where I'm able to kind of do everything I love and to like put it towards one goal in the end. Like today's the day, for instance, is like a musical, and I'm like, okay, cool. I could write a song for that. It's that that film started with a song, you know. Like I had a concept for like this thing, and I was just on the piano. I just started like dun 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 and I just started to like hum dun 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 and it like started to birth this idea of this character music is kind of really um really where it all starts creatively for me Mm. like that's why music videos are so easy for me to kind of like do because it's like the song's already there i just gotta listen to that and like create something Mm. off of it so something like today's day was very much like starting with the music then doing storyboarding with the music and then, like, seeing how it all, and putting an animatic together for that, and then, like, actually doing some previews where I shoot some the scenes out, like, in my apartment, and, like, we put that together, um, and, uh, and then getting the financing with a pitch, you know, and, like, trying to, uh, and then putting together a pitch video for Kickstarter, and, like, that whole process was, like, digging in, and, like, how do I tell a story about my life that's about this character, that's about, uh, it's a musical, and, like, how do I relate all that so people can relate to it, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like thinking about the people who are going to watch it too. It's like, it's a long process, yeah. like, uh, yeah. but it's all, it's all cool. It's all yeah. really fun to do,
1: you know? Yeah. How'd you um, get Danny DeVito to get a part of the project? Is he just like, <laughs> me <money> or what?
2: <laughs> no, it was, uh, one of our, um, executive producers on it. His name is, uh, Benjamin and, uh, he's, he's married, he's married to Natalie Portman. So that helped. like we tried to take it to his manager and like like all rejected and stuff like that i was like damn and then he was, my wife did a film with him like maybe i should just i was like yeah that would be great so she asked and he just he he saw like what we had because we had shot the whole dance scene before we even knew Mm
0: -hmm. that he was gonna Mm -hmm. be Mm -hmm. in it
2: because it was like the idea was to shoot that scene out put it all together then storyboard his scene or whoever scene it was and then pitch it around to to get different actors to be involved and danny for me danny was always the main one wow and if he didn't do it we we're gonna reach out to some other people but we showed him it and um she showed it to him and he was like yeah i'll do it that's, and I, just like that
0: so you're saying like, natalie portman showed danny devito that in order to get him to come into that last scene
2: yeah that's but yeah no i was <laughs> so grateful i was so it was amazing it was uh, she's she's so sweet too like wow yeah I mean, we, they both we can't are. wait to
0: get her on the pod too feel free to let <laughs> benjamin let natalie know um, yeah do you find yourself um like when you get the inspiration for something like that you mm. know like that's a lot of work right you're talking about not just the creative element but like once you even get into like we need to secure funding we need to go do put together a whole previs and a pitch deck in order to do that and then bring all these that's a lot a lot of work like oh is there God. a is there is, is it and I'm asking as a fellow creative, is there like a drive where you're just like, I want to do this and I need to get this done? Or is there also some sort of like, I want to let the world know I'm capable of this because otherwise if people don't know I can do this, how am I supposed to find myself in this industry, profession, or opportunity at a later time? Do you have that as well? Or are you just kind of like, yeah, I see you nodding your head, go ahead. <laughs>
2: Absolutely, bro. Like It's like, the worst part about it is when people start to get those ideas in your head that you... You need to do this and you need to do that in order to get this made because those are the steps that all these other people did to get there. And like, so you start just instantly what started out as just like this beautiful thing that, if, and I had so much faith in believing in this project it turns into like, oh, but dang, I have to go through all that. What if they don't like it? And you start doubting yourself. Yeah. And like, you know what I mean? Like, in the beginning, like, like when he did Today's Day or something like that, I didn't have any doubts like that i wasn't gonna do it i just did it because i believed in it i just like i had to do it you know mm-hmm. what i mean and now you know now that i'm like branching off further into my career and like getting more to feature film stuff like that's a whole different ballpark because like you, you got all these different people t- telling you like all the steps you gotta do how to pitch it yeah. it's got to be under 10 minutes it's got to be all this stuff that you just think limitations and you're like how do i adjust into that world because that's not how I function. I just make stuff mm-hmm. and I just want to show it and hopefully it speaks for itself. Mm-hmm. You know? I yeah. think every artist feels that way. because um, the business side of it, like some people are really smart with like on how they strategize and they're better at that than they are actually creating and delivering what they promise. You yeah, know what I mean? Totally. And like the people who can deliver, like they'll have a little bit more doubts on like how they how they present themselves.
0: Sometimes those limitations help me get the job done. You know that's I mean? yeah that's good sometimes mm-hmm. obviously there's there's definitely times where we just want to do whatever the hell we want to do you know yeah I mean? but, uh, ironically there's times where it's like it has to be this it has to be done by that they have to be wearing this they have to be doing that that's totally kind of like, it's almost like an escape room where all the ingredients <laughs> are already there yeah and sometimes I, I actually work well under those types of conditions versus like i don't know a blank canvas that Can be so so much anxiety as a creator, you know what I mean? Right,
2: right, right. No, that's that's actually a good point too, though. The limitations, like what as I'm saying, is they're really they're good at the same time. Yeah, because it's problem solving.
0: Yeah, problem solving. You have to like figure it out, you know. But it is different from like a core thing that you know an artist or creator just wants to to do, you know.
2: Yeah. So you kind of like you go through different phases. I think at least with me, you go through the birth of it, which is the most purest magical place like because you're coming up with it and it's like you're the one living it and you're like wow this is like a maze everybody's got to see this and then you put it together visually as best as you can you share it people see it they go ah oh, that's 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 really beautiful now to to do it like this way we're gonna have to like shift it and you're like okay cool but all right and then you slowly start to like it it changes you know yeah. and what i how how i, I learned to deal with that is that i had my moment with it I got to experience it for myself selfishly uh, when I first created it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, was beautiful, yeah. you know? And then, like, to get it pushed out more, like, it's no longer mine. It's, it's now mine to share. Mm-hmm. And however that shapes into it, I just got to let it go and let it be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
0: That is a very helpful and dope way to to understand that process. But well, I, I really enjoy hearing that. Oh, uh, cool.
2: That's yeah, yeah I'm, I'm still learning how to do it, um, too. But I, I, that's what I've been trying to help, I mean, try to do for myself.
1: It's pretty clear that you have like a very established career that seems like it just keeps going up, up and up. But you are also human. I would imagine that it's not always like inspiration's always hitting, things always working out. Um, how do you deal with um, those oh, like wait. lulls or the things that, or the times where you feel like things just are not clicking for you? Like, how do you work through those times?
2: Sure. I'm in it right now. Oh, As <laughs> you so like, bring that up, yeah, yeah for sure. Like that, I go up and down with like doubts. And the best thing I, that I, that happens usually is I just shut off for a moment. Mm. Just shut off and not try to force it, you know? Because when I force it, it's just like, it just gets worse. And it, it gets worse in my brain. And I start getting frustrated. And I'm like, why is this not coming? And like, so I'm having, a, you know, I'm trying to do that right now. Where like, you know, I'm working on this feature film. And like, it's like, it's such a challenge. It's so hard because like, it's all just in your brain. And like it's different from a short film because you can kind of see. A short film's like a scene in a feature film. Yeah, yeah. Has yeah, a yeah. beginning, middle, and end. You know what I mean? But like for a feature, it's just like cluttered and crowded in there, and like you don't even know what it is anymore. And like you get stuck, and like and then you just start doubting all of it, all the work that you put into it. You're like, oh, this is not good. Uh, whatever. and you just stop. And then you just have to step away, talk to friends, and completely walk away from it for a moment, and then come back, and if it's still there. Mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it, it'll reignite usually that's how it happens with me but but yeah dude I don't think I have the right answer for it it's hard even for me I'm yeah. just constantly struggling and-
1: you mentioned you just shut off like what does shutting off look like for you do you like go do like go for a walk like what is shutting off he's like? a robot he just unplugged <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. the remote in my, in my pocket it just turned off <laughs> like, when nobody's around um, no because I feel a lot it's like I, I did I get like depressed. And um, instead of like fighting in going like, No, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go down there. It's just dark. Like sometimes I just let myself feel that stuff. Mm -hmm. Let myself feel this Mm -hmm. this dark place. And I just sit there and like, and just let it take its course and not question it. And then like, eventually, I just naturally want to start feeling happy again. And like, I'll start laughing and like,
0: and I'm back. So, So you're you're down to like hit the bottom. Yeah. You yeah <laughs> spoken like a true artist. <laughs> <laughs> for
2: sure. And yeah. it's not probably the most healthy, but it it does you do you do appreciate stuff so much more when you hit that place. Then mm-hmm. you come back like and you start like hanging with your friends and you start laughing again. It's just heightened mm. so much
0: and like That place gets dark though for an artist. It gets like, dark. It gets real dark. You know Super I mean? dark. Um but it's, it's weirdly inspiring to hear somebody like you also say that because like oh. you who have like been able to consistently create magic, like magic after magic. And that's how we feel. So, you know, all oh, right. Just know Thank that. you, man. But Thank like you guys to, to also it. know that uh, it is coupled with such um, such an ebb and flow, such a rise and fall mm. um, is uh, I think a lot of people can relate to that. But to but to know somebody who does great things also does that like that's actually empowering. You
2: know, yeah, right. For a lot of people. Do
0: you guys you guys feel that way too oh
2: right? my god yeah. same thing right yeah it in, in such a weird oh really right now. now totally yeah
0: yeah Shit. yeah i mean um uh look at look at the objective things like you know our uh, much of our journey in the most recent mm. years too right like uh whether it be like closing down the studios uh, something as um s- not simple but as simple as that the idea of that means like there you know it's less opportunity to even just be in, in a flow of, of movement mm. or just collaboration with like people um, to let alone like the downfall of thinking like you yourself maybe like had failed at something and like, yeah. not knowing how to pick back up the pieces right away and be like, uh, we don't want to open a studio again. Or like, you know, th- there's just so many things to, to yeah. how that can affect your natural desire to be like, I'm going to wake up today and think of a creative concept and really exercise that. Cause you're just worried about so much other crap. I know. And, right. You know, um, but at the same time, I actually hella resonate with just being okay with letting the bottom hit and be what it is. Mm. You know what I mean? Same thing. Like just yeah. you know connecting with everybody that you're either going through uh, going through it with or or, or or whatever, and just being real about it. Because I've never taken myself back out of a hole by myself. Right. It's mm. never happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's you know so true. I, mean? I probably yeah, had communities like is... two, three really deep holes in my life, and every single time, like my my brothers and my you know my Same. family were right there. Yeah, man. It,
2: I mean this is beautiful right here Like what you got, I mean I'm happy to be here Like with you guys like, It feels so bro. funny that we, we kind of That's probably why we're all here right now yeah, yeah. Like we're actually kind of maybe going through the same Kind of things Like, um, Yeah and it's funny because my perspective Of you guys is so like I always felt you guys had such a perfect balance Of business and creative Like on how you guys do stuff Like I'm like damn those guys are like killing it You know so from my perspective you guys like You guys have it together You guys have, like, you should figure it out. And, like, you know, you guys constantly, like, evolving. You guys have your own noodles. You have, like, um, I saw John Ha the other day. He's got his own milk brand, Magic Milk, bro. Like, it's, like, you guys are constantly always, like, figuring things out. And, like, um, that's my perspective of you guys. And I've always been so inspired. You may be going through or something right now, but you'll come back.
1: Thank you, man. I mean, it's, it's really cool to just even get your perspective of what you see over here on this side of the fence, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Cause like, we know the struggles of like everything that we've had to pivot through in the past few years. And then things just are different. Things just look different. You know, mm-hmm. we've had to shut some things down and then, you know, put focus into other things that are working. And then, you know, but like from your perspective, it's like, man, you guys got it all dialed in. And we're like, do we?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: like, I mean, yeah, we're, we it's are true. making some moves and stuff like that. But it's it's cool to know because we know the struggles. But like, as you said, you know, you know, connecting with community is so important. Like, yeah. And like having the people that that know you, that you trust, that know, that love you to be able to kind of like, give you a space to even just be an ear to listen and mm-hmm. then also speak into your life because they know who you are, you know, even though we may lose sight sometimes of like what we actually even have. And then it just takes the people that love you to be like, hey, don't like, don't forget who you are. You know For what i sure. like, And it's just a good.
2: For sure. But that's actually a good segue. This.
0: We're going to take a quick break. Uh, but when we come back, let's get into the connection between our communities, you and Kendra's, uh, our relationship, our journeys, the things that yeah. we worked on, mm. the things we're gonna work on, all That's that right. good That's stuff. That's right.
1: Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? <laughs> Some peasant Coke. No.
0: And we're back, so uh, so let's 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 back. chat a little bit about like the uh, the Kinders and cloud journey. Just to give you some context. I think I think how it been, fun.
2: bro? Ever uh, since we,
0: ever since I saw you uh, do do western gun stuff. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, there's there's one particular moment that I remember uh, being a very very key thing, and it was specifically us trying to get you to come out to perform at Arena. Mm, um, mm. And this was in Arena China. Right. Um, that's like... me, me and Eli. we were like trying so many different conniving ways to like figure out <laughs> and then we just kept on getting the same thing like there was this ethos for arena especially at that time right it's like if we want the best competition in china which is like i'm, I'm talking like this is big right the yeah, numbers yeah, that yeah. They it, they're huge we have to have the best performances it's like we're gonna bring best performance who are we gonna bring and we just every single time we're like yo if only we could bring cloud and it was like this almost like elusive concept
2: Oh, that's hilarious you know like like yeah right? like, like fucking unicorns exist right <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah yeah no but then we did ask and then it was still complicated to get you out to china it's a lot and then for, and then for you right. too it was and, a lot, and, and you know the way that you invest into putting a number together it's it's not so simple you can't just like you know you got to put together a for number sure. you know and uh i remember uh there was there was a moment where it's like oh man he can't do it. he can't come out this or that and then eli fucking puts this rap Eli Dude. puts his whole rap Dude, to man. And he that has never, like, ever dopest. invited anyone like this. Yeah, 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 t- yeah. Tell yeah. us how, how you felt when you got it. Dude, that was
2: like the dopest, like, invite, like, when people, I, I, I've gotten so many people ask me to do things, but, like, that was the one, and I've said no a lot, like, I've said no all the time, but that was, a, and I feel a little bad, but I feel also, like, really, like, yeah, I feel secure with that. But that one, when he sent me that, and I heard it, I was like, yo, <laughs> how am i gonna how can i say no no to this like i gotta do it i gotta do this uh thing because like there's the most creative way of somebody to invite somebody mm-hmm. you know is mm-hmm. do a rap and like you know like uh so shout shout out to you on that i mean that was like
0: and you gotta know like eli ain't going to sleep at night because coco's in his ear and just being like if yeah you yeah get clouds, sure you <laughs> don't sleep tonight you know what <laughs> i mean you could sleep outside like, yeah it's yeah, yeah, also yeah. real stuff so eli's probably just sitting there like what do I Both do? You know yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, but he I, killed it though. He it, killed it. And I, I felt
2: so. And I was going to come. Like I was like set. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make that happen. And I for, I actually forgot why, why now why I couldn't make it that year, but I knew that if he ever asked me again, I would go. Like or because it, it, it was the following year that I went. Right. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was the year was, like, you
0: ended up doing. I'm yeah.
2: gonna go next year for sure. Like I, I made it in my mind. I'm like, I'm not gonna turn away might have turn them down i just can't go this year but i felt terrible
0: yeah they're yeah. saying no like but but the important thing is fast forward you end up being able to come and here's the second anecdote that i want to get into it um because we had uh tried to potentially put together a number together remember? that's right right so we're that's like right. oh my god like the idea of like you know you and and us going out to china and performing on that stage together would just yeah gonna destroy that people would know amazing. blow their minds and stuff and you know, for us too, this is the year we ended up doing Man Band out there, um, right? And we, for us, obviously we we produced and we throw the event out there. So reinventing ourselves is also a little bit of like a, what are we gonna do this time? But yeah, the idea yeah, of being yeah. Being able yeah. to collaborate with a, a different identity, a person, a different mind mover, all that stuff got like really, really thrilling. Mm-hmm. And, and I remember. As we're kind of going back and forth, trying to uh, you know conceptualize different things, yeah. ultimately things didn't kind of work out. Um, uh, so part of me was a little bit bummed, but at the same time, it was really a testament to both the craftsmen and, and perfectionists, in, in essence, that I truly started to learn and understand. Like mm. From an outside point of view, it's like... Duh. Like you can't you can't pay attention to the type of work you do and not think like this, this Yeah, yeah, this person you can't do is going that to be a professional. Yeah. You can't touch a stage without making sure it's like the right type of representation. Mm-hmm. But to be able to experience it like that, you know what I mean, uh to the point where it's like, you know what, maybe we just gotta do our own numbers right now because it's like yeah, if yeah, we yeah, are yeah, gonna yeah. do it, we have to do it so hard, but like, you know, they're hard, yeah, sure. Things can't get complicated. And then seeing you, you know, we're on the side watching this number in china watching mm. you both tech with this giant stop sign coco's like i have to make a stop sign oh like, yeah <laughs> <laughs> whatever That's cloud so wants funny. cloud gets That's like so we gotta hilarious. make it work you know uh and then we watch this number and uh we were on the side in tech and all of us were literally just like all the kindreds on the side were like this motherfucker's the goat
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna outshine us at our own event. But no, it was so no, sick, it and, just, and it was
0: just such a validation, also, to like why you know we since the beginning, since the moment of of trying to catch that elusive unicorn, to actually having you come out there and even through the like, oh, we didn't get a chance to perform together, but let's see what he does on his own, and being like, yeah, yeah, jeez, mm-hmm. like. That was an amazing part of, uh, of, I think, our journey and our story together. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, it was a special moment. Like, I think that was a moment when we, like, really became, like, more, like, brothers. And it's that sad experience and that bond. And, like, it's, yeah, I mean, I was so grateful to be there. It was one one of my most special times of, like, actually performing. Like, uh, that number itself, like, I was just like, it just inspired me to want to make a one man show, like, just something that was, like, man i miss performing and like and being there with the you guys and being in a different country and the whole thing and like coming back to do right by eli and yeah. <laughs> and you guys and like yeah we talked about we talked like we had some crazy concepts like to do, to work together remember it was like a laser sh- the laser show the laser suits bro and you're then you show me something you're like kind of like this i was like damn that shit has been done <laughs> <laughs> i was like yeah we can't do that and then we like backed off of that and then I thoroughly enjoyed your guys' performance. I actually wanted to be all up there doing that with you guys too. When <laughs> I was been watching. Fun, right? Yeah, that would have been fun. Because it was band like. Band
1: days would have been relived, man. Yeah, totally. You guys didn't know. <laughs> you, you didn't even know. know.
2: I would have been up there and been like, like I would have done my choreography from my boy band days.
0: We would have <laughs> yeah. just done it with you. Yeah, for sure.
2: Like, yeah, this is how we did it. We went to the side and we did this. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was a special trip. And, th- and then it, was it wasn't trip. actually
0: until, I think, 100 Ways then we finally really got a chance to get into it with you. On
2: a different side. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. our first time collaborating. That was that was that one, right? Yeah,
0: I believe so. Yeah, yeah, 100 Ways. <laughs> yeah. We had just opened up the comp- uh, complex, and we didn't even have a gym yet. So it was just like an open oh, floor. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. But then uh, you worked would in come the gym over, area. and then we would just start putting these hand concepts together. And this yeah, was, yeah, was like yeah, also, yeah. I got to admit, this is hella funny. Uh, I don't know who was there. It was maybe like me, Mike. Uh, ving um yeah but point is it it had been rare at this point to get into a room collaboratively uh, collaboratively with somebody especially as the king is not not to be like sitting on any high horse yeah but to kind of like be down to not even uh, need our own moves so to speak and rather just like let's just run with it Mm -hmm. but we have we have respect to you in, in in such a way that we you know i remember us talking before you even came to the comments being like Honestly, man, like, whatever happens, I'm cool. Like, let's just find out. We're in a space with a See what happens? that we have a <laughs> respect, you know what I mean? And obviously, if you're going to have an idea, it's not going to suck. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. And we understand the creative process. We're going to go through a thousand shitty ideas ourselves before we get somewhere. But to be able to ride somebody else's, uh, you know, just, like, energy and stuff like that, uh, that was a a more unique experience for us, too. We don't collaborate too often. Too often, you right. You know what I mean? But that was, that was a cool time it was prep it as a previous before even going to china you Mm. know that was like that was so uh, a new experience because i'm I'm sitting there for like a four hour rehearsal i'm just kind of like (laughs)
1: you know what i mean doing all
2: this yeah yeah these uh yeah these gestural things because it's all about the it's all about the camera it's all like how it's portrayed in the in
0: the lens as you know the second Mm -hmm. you put it and you're using a freaking iphone to build Mm. this preview and you're editing on the spot type stuff yeah and then then once we finally see it and that's that's the beauty about being like a dancer in rehearsal sometimes we have to be the creative so we're we're not necessarily like focused on that but like to just be a dancer sometimes you're kind of like I don't actually know what I'm doing or what this is going to look like, but I'm playing my part. Yeah, 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 yeah. Suddenly you see it on camera and you're like, oh, oh yeah. Trust him. yeah, 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 yeah. And that's so,
2: yeah, if you were asking funny. about the process,
1: it's mm-hmm. a little bit like he went through it a little bit, you mm-hmm. know, like with the boys. Like, so a lot of just like workshopping, figuring things out on the spot. and
2: Yeah, I have, you know. like, I have a general idea of like mm-hmm. what I want it to look like, and that's why like they'll bring in certain stuff and like it wasn't lining up with, you know, the way I was imagining in the camera, so like we we will rework it. But sometimes they'll come up with stuff, and I'm like, that's yeah, that's perfect. And mm-hmm. I would get inspired off of like how they, the stuff that they've created, and mm-hmm. like. um But I usually kind of come in with like starting with the areas that I do see very clearly. I say, let's just start here, and let's you know work on those ty- mm-hmm. those kinds of things, and mm-hmm. we we'll shoot it out, pre visit, edit it in iMovie on the iPhone, and then we can just look it back right away.
0: That was one of the most crazy things. Like when we were in China and we're actually shooting the music video, this dude, like Gerald would get the cut. Shout out G. Gerald would like get the shot. (laughs) And then Cloud would, in playback, he would like film the playback on his phone. And then on his phone, he would replace clips of the previs. So we would get almost this live actual shoot day type of edit of what it yeah. looks like yeah, yeah, yeah and also the actual edit for himself as well to know which yeah, cuts, yeah, yeah which yeah. takes which timing how to do the next transition mm-hmm. and like it felt like the most um i don't know it was just on the spot but it was, it was such a powerful experience to you know as a creator to watch you like do that
2: well it's the best man it's the best way to, to move on to that shot because like you hate it's the worst being in an editing room when you just like you know what I'm saying? And you're like, damn, they should have held on that a little longer. And like, you just, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, it wasn't a clean cut. You don't oh. have a clean cut. And then you just have to check it really fast. And you can be like, got it. And you can move on. Yeah, um, that was so sick. Instead of being like, I don't like that, do that again. When you already have it, you know, mm-hmm. you can move on quicker. But it's, uh, it is the best way to do it. You just really film the monitor. For anybody out there, like, you know, wanted to get something efficient, just film the monitor and edit it on your phone and make sure you got it before you move on.
1: Did you it's go to school. film school or anything, or is this all just self taught stuff? Yeah.
2: Well, I don't wanna make guys more mad. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. I yeah, just quit was self, my career. Self taught yeah. too, but yeah. That's what's up, no, it's, dude. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, that that experience was fun. Dude,
1: I you mean know? you worked on a ton of like just fun stuff, bro. We were even talking while you were in the restroom, like the the greatest showman when you're working with Hugh Jackman in that bar scene. Oh. And, like it's just crazy, man. Like your your catalog of work is is incredible, and like, um, you know, yeah. Again, from just like an outside perspective, like a fan perspective, like you just like have done it all. But you know, we know that you're
0: you're on to other stuff right now. Well, you don't for, don't forget the uh, epic battle with Moose where he loses. Mm-hmm. And step up. That's yeah, right. Get, uh, yes. I lost. You know. That's I mean? hate <laughs> <laughs> battling. That's why I hate battling, man. kid
2: darkness. You know, kid I darkness. Like, Dark. That's kid right. Darkness. <laughs> 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 I was like, damn, that's my name. I know why John always hired me for the like the bad guy. He always hired me like I'm like all my work is like just the happiest stuff and like he's like yeah you you're gonna be the sinister in LRT and then you're gonna be kid darkness. I'm like okay. Yes, I did. I didn't know how to be mean. Like <laughs> I, guess I, I was just like, he gave me one line, and I was like, I don't know how to deliver this line. I'm just going to try it. I was like, I want to run with the kid. Like, <laughs> I don't know just worked on that one line, because there's nothing worse than having just one line. Because uh-huh. if right. you have, like, dialogue, you can go off, and you know where it comes from. But you have one line, you're like, how do I deliver that? <laughs> one line. <laughs> just stressing out, but yeah. yeah.
1: Anyways. Well, I mean, what I'm trying to get to, man, is like you've had a, a very successful you know, career and we know that there's there's so much more to come. Um, but, you know, I'm always curious, like the way that people define success, like what is it for you that you would define makes a successful life? What does that look like for you?
2: I honestly, I thought I knew at one point and I'm like learning that I don't really know what that is, like the older I get, like what that that feeling of success is like, when I think about my life up into this point, I achieved it already in the past of like, <clears throat> these little small successes of like happiness and like, and having these moments like, uh, like sharing that with you guys in arena or like shooting and like, it's hard to define what success is and if you're ever going to reach it, it's just like more of the journey of getting there and like in these little pockets of moments of like, of success. You know, that you kind of have to struggle to remember because you could lose your way constantly looking too far ahead. I, that's what I, I tend to do sometimes. I, I'm always looking so far ahead and um, there's so much stuff happening right now. But the things that are happening right now is what I dreamt about when I was younger. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm actually have it all, but I'm, I'm like looking past that. And I'm like, it's, it's not something you project and you reach eventually. It's just kind of like in the moments of like now, and then finding the success of what, of what, what's successful in your life at the moment. And I think that's like really hard for some people to do. Mm-hmm.
0: Good ass answer. Yeah. Yeah, it's
2: hard. It's a, it's a, it's a tricky answer. No, no, no. Yeah. I
0: mean, it is uh, more honest and vulnerable than I think I've heard in a long time. But uh, I, I vibe with that a lot. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, because you guys,
2: you guys are a success to me. You know, and um, maybe you feel. You haven't quite reached where you, where you want to go yet, but mm-hmm. I don't That's, think you is that ever know. that always the case, right? Yeah. I yeah. don't think you ever know, really. Yeah. Like, you just gotta... Because it could die tomorrow. You know, I could... Hopefully not. Yeah. But... Yeah. <laughs> hopefully <laughs> not, but, yeah. Yeah. you know. Uh, but I appreciate it, like, for telling me that. Because sometimes I, I lose sight on, like, what I have done, and mm-hmm. so I appreciate you guys. Yeah. Sometimes you do need to be reminded.
1: Right. For sure. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, dude, uh, we like to wrap up each episode with a quick little lightning round, so we'll just like toss some questions at you and just come oh, off. Oh, lightning, the top round. Right? lightning yeah. round! Three, two, one. What is your favorite Disney movie?
2: Oh, oh lightning round! Damn, so I already <laughs> lost. I already lost. I mean, I'm just taking references, but like because of my film, about Beauty and Beast and like uh, Tarzan yes. and uh, Inside Out and uh, Up and uh, I mean, that's not a Pixar film, but they're Disney's yeah, too. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, but What's a lot film? Pixar. <laughs> <laughs> of the old school. Pixar. No, a lot of the original, original Disney's and like, in original Pixar's, not the latest ones.
1: Oh, okay, um, okay, cool. We'll take it.
0: What is your favorite MJ song?
2: the uh, way You Make Me Feel.
0: The way You Make Me Feel. I, like, oh, yeah. I love it. Oh, What was the worst gig you ever did?
2: Damn. <laughs> I have to think back, because it's been a while since so I did like I gig- did Probably, a bar mitzvah. <laughs> and like this kid walked up to me, and was like, "Don't you feel so embarrassed dancing?" <laughs> and I was like, "I was so mad. I was like, I'm never doing this dance. The worst thing. These little kids. Like you know, I was like, yeah. So probably, yeah. Okay. That's like, okay. Sure. That's a good so funny.
1: What is your most memorable battle?
2: Probably with with um, Venom and Luigi in Torture uh, Shock. it was like it was like before i retired i feel like like i felt happy leaving on that note because it was just such a amazing experience with them you were battling them
0: or you're battling with them with them Uh yeah Mm, yeah it was in it was in taiwan what is your personal favorite piece of work you've ever created
2: it hasn't been made yet
0: still throwing up damn
2: it It hasn't been made yet it's (laughs) one of those things where i know it's gonna get made and now it's tight you know What's your guilty pleasure? I mean, I would guess I'd say just those, those rom-com films get me. Like love watching rom-coms. those rom-com films. Ooh, like, which yeah, one's your I favorite?
1: Show.
2: I don't know, I saw this. Uh, I, damn, I forgot the name of it. I think Matthew McConaughey was in it.
1: Is it How to Lose a Guy? It's yeah, good.
2: I think it's that one. Know. Yeah, I saw yeah, that one no, I was yeah, like, damn, this, do this do is like yeah. hit. This is good. <laughs> yeah. like, they they did <laughs> some good, good like yeah. writing and they just set up so like it was like this shit hits you. Yeah. Me and Ben
0: are simp's. We love rom-coms. I love them. You guys? I'm for them. Yeah, I'm yeah, actually
2: uh, not guilty for all that. They're great. They're great they films. They are great.
1: Uh, who is the most influential person in your life?
2: Uh, probably my brother Kevin. Mm, hey, yeah, shout
0: out, brother Kevin. If you, hey, if you had to battle somebody right now, though, who would you uh, confidently uh, beat?
2: Would I confidently beat? Probably somebody just starting out. I don't know. It's just, it's just like kidding. it's if, hard, bro. If,
0: if you had to battle somebody out, who would be fun? Fantasy. A just fantasy like,
2: fun battle. Yeah. Um. Flea, like in my crew, because he's just like he's so creative. Like when he battles and like how he is with character and stuff, like he's in my crew, but like yeah, I would, yeah, like we never like battled each other, but uh, but just throwing down with him, it would be more of a you know, an exchange yeah, rather than like yeah, a yeah. battle.
0: What what a coincidence!
2: We
1: actually have Flea here today.
2: <laughs> <why they're> <laughs> he goes in, he's like, So, <laughs> <laughs> these
0: are
1: ours. what was your proudest moment to date? Probably when I saved my dog's life. <gasps>
2: yeah! I was like, I ran, bro. I almost died, like just trying to save his life because he almost died. What happened? The time. What, like this guy gave him all these shots. Like he, he was like, yeah, these are his, uh, his shots, and get, and he put like, like seven or eight like shots on the table, and he was just went. So I was like, this is my first dog too. I was like, and I was like, this is how many shots is? And he was like, yep, normal. And like, and I was living in New York at the time. I was walking home. And, um, we live far from this plane, but we walked, and it was like five blocks or something like you know New York city blocks, and like he just stopped and fell and just couldn't walk anymore, and I was like, "What's wrong, boy?" And like his gums are white and like oh, so I grabbed him, and I just ran as fast as I could, and it was the first kind of that feeling of like a father, you know like mm-hmm. just like, I gotta save this thing, and like I was even thinking about my breathing, I was like dodging cars, and I got there and i, I gave it to the guy and I was like "You're so wrong and I just fell to the floor and like oh my gosh and uh but I saved his life and like it was just man I was so happy oh my gosh that's crazy it's a proud father moment yeah yeah. that's (laughs) That's crazy
1: (laughs) yeah Um, thank god yeah crazy what is a current goal or something that you're working on right now for
2: yourself um i'm doing a i'm working on a stop-motion animated film it's called with the pets yeah uh, yeah yeah it's called the stray and uh yeah it's a a long process you've been working on that
0: for a minute well
2: that's just the proof of concept what i worked on it wasn't an actual film it was just like a proof of concept to go pitch the film so Mm -hmm. we're gonna do that next month so it's just like it's a whole thing like
0: good luck man thanks thanks
2: yeah yeah i'm excited Super excited about it. What is it. a
1: dream opportunity for you?
2: I'd love to put on a Broadway show, like actually direct a Broadway show mm. um, down the line. Um, well, based off of like a musical, like I make that I wrote, and it's like on a film, and then it goes into Broadway or something like that. I think. Dang, and working that would with be like the, some amazing yeah. mm-hmm. You know, I think that would be like so cool mm. to do.
1: If you could go back in time and give yourself one piece of advice, what would that be?
2: I would just say, just, as you grow older, just keep this pureness. Like keep this, this like we talked about in the beginning, how to wrap it up, like this magic. I think that's, yeah, I just miss that. I miss that feeling so much because it's so clouded now with so many different experiences in life and like, you know, the, the cloudedness of like- The cloud. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> just so many clouds. In my head, <laughs> constantly, um, that it, like just always create from this pure place of like and, and enjoy it, enjoy everything that you create.
0: Hey, take your advice, man. I heard that weighted side
2: <laughs> yeah. grabbing the neck. Just do it. Just do oh, it. Yeah, up, yeah. yeah. That's what I do. stress.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. For Keep sure. That magic, man. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. That's
1: good. Um, so we, you know, we like to entertain this concept of mastery. You know, we're always in search of trying to figure out like just one thing to just master in life. And uh, Bruce Lee has this quote. He said, I fear not the man who has practiced 10,000 kicks once, but I fear the man who has practiced one kick 10,000 times. Mm. What is something that you feel amongst the many things that you've been able to accomplish? What is the one thing that you feel like you've mastered? I'm mastering how to,
2: how to bring everything I love together. Like That's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to master now. Because I haven't mastered anything, so I'm trying to master the thing because I'm so curious about some of these stuff and I never got to a point where I mastered any of them. So I'm just trying to master the the, the skill to hone them all in as one. That's um, wild
0: because when you say that, it makes so much sense with everything you do. Obviously, same thing. I, I could totally understand. Like, You wouldn't be like, i mastered this yeah but it looks like you do it so well i oh. <laughs> everything that you love music dance film you know what i mean storytelling oh thanks, it looks man. like that's like been clearly your journey that you uniquely do oh thanks i don't think yeah. a lot of people in the yeah. industry have been able to like accomplish quite that many feats in in that many categories of, of skill sets and stuff mm. but uh yeah man Just thank you out there yeah thanks
2: bro appreciate it man
1: just want to acknowledge you, man, and, and you know, you've inspired um, us here for years, and, and we know, like, I can't wait to see this Broadway musical that you're going to put on. <laughs>
0: After, the movie. Movie. After movie. the movie. About the movie. Yeah, like
1: uh, It's just so dope, man, just to see your process, but also just to kind of uh, just dial into, you know, the, the heart of, you know, who you are, man. So we just appreciate your time, man.
2: Wow. Thank yeah. you, guys. That, that really means a lot. I mean, you helped me a lot today, yeah. just by being here, dude, like, just hey, talking, dude, for just real,
0: talking. You, you inspi- very strongly inspired the younger versions of us, mm-hmm. and at the same time, I think you uh, also taught a lot to the older versions of us when we got a chance to work together, so mm. man, hope to continue this journey, you already know.
2: Yeah, bro, same, like, you guys feel like family to me, I always have, and I feel like we haven't, like, uh, even though we haven't been connected, I always felt bonded to you guys, so, um, thanks for making me always feel welcome. Word. Appreciate that, man. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. For real, like this helped me a lot. Yeah, okay. good. So Love like, to have you back,
1: man. Love yeah, to have you back, anytime. Man. Okay, right on.
2: Anytime you guys want to chill, too. Yes, outside of this. A little chill. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. Uh, what, where can people follow the journey? So, socials, websites, plug it all.
2: I got. I. Uh, I'm actually not on social media. I've, okay. I've been off for a year. Oh, word. Um, but I might be getting. I'm gonna. I think I'm getting back on pretty soon. Sick. Yeah, I got some. Just some stuff coming up so and so for later down the line it's probably it's Daniel Cloud Campos it's or, just like well when Instagram. you
1: restart the socials we'll, we'll plug it in
2: <laughs> yeah when you restart it. <laughs> yeah.
0: we'll plug it in anyway see what happens <laughs> yeah oh
2: my we can follow my, my uh, production company is okay. Kaleidoscope okay co
0: and it's spelled
2: like collide
1: like colliding oh yeah yeah so mm, it's Kaleidoscope it. dude well yeah thank you guys for tuning in to another episode if, if you're tuning in for the first time we have a bunch more previous to this so go back and check those previous episodes uh if you're digging what we're doing hop on to the podcast platform that you listen to leave <laughs> us that five star rating write us reviews uh all of our socials can just podcast cast with a k twitter ig facebook all that stuff appreciate you guys tuning in and uh, we'll catch you on the next one
0: Kinja bang y'all did hey. bang noodles <laughs> 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 wow. I love noodles. Like I gotta oh. give you a bunch right now, by the way. I really no, really? Yeah, I'm gonna give you a bunch. Oh, hell Not yeah! I just ran out too. last night.